everyone, welcome to the Canadian Border Patrol. Bienvenue et welcome. I don't know what welcome is in French, so this <laughs> joke is gone off the off the rails. You don't you don't even speak enough French to say hello to welcome the I, listener. I can say hello, bonjour. So that was probably it. Bienvenue et bonjour à la Border Patrol Canadienne. All right, okay. So that's how it sounds legit. Yeah, I mean, um, I took French in high school, and I don't know any of it. <laughs> Don't remember a word. Yeah. Uh, Bonjour. That, and that's basically it. Is that they they do that in in, in Canada too? They, they yeah. That is hello. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm Ryan and I'm Canadian. I'm Jordan and I'm American. The the fairer of the two countries. Uh, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why. I, yeah. Why how, I claimed that? How is There's gonna your be a country? lot of things. There's gonna be a lot of things that I. Com- that I claim as an American that are not based in any sort of reality. <laughs> yeah, how is your country doing right now? How's, how's that going? Well, how's it going for you? You know, it's certainly interesting to. Uh, to it's not interesting at all. It's yeah. quite scary, and uh, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm. We got legal, legal. We got weed now, though. Oh, that's <laughs> apparently that's true. I've is, already taken some. As we're recording this, it's October twenty yep. second. Twenty. What day is it? It's like the twenty. Maybe we have. Oh man! Are we are we having a contact high from yeah across exactly. the yeah? Uh, well, I heard that Canada. So it's, it's been like five yeah. days, six days or whatever it's been, and Canada's already running low on the, the stockpiles yeah. are running low. I heard there was um in like Alberta or something, uh, there was like a whole uh, Girl Scout troop that just stationed themselves outside of the dispensaries that, and were like poof, blew through the whole stock in like. Five minutes. That's something like that. That's entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. I mean, mm. there's no better way to, to fundraise. Uh, <laughs> I'm a thin mint, thin mint mm. man myself. Um, Weird thing is, we like I still remember quiet? getting the thin mints. We didn't have like the same Girl Scout cookies that you guys. That's what I thought. But these are like Oreo and they're not called things. Girl Scouts, aren't they called? Um, they're called Girl Scouts. They're not Girl Guides. Oh no! Right, Girl Guides. Yes, they're called Girl Guides. Look at yeah. that. Yeah. I even know more about Canada than the Canadians. I'm very tired. (laughs) I'm just confused. That is just a testament to my Americanness. Is that I tell other countries how to do their country. All right, fine, cool. Yes, good. And very good, yes. (laughs) All right, anyway, uh, we got some... What are uh, we doing here, Ryan? We got some Canadian pop culture. I brought in some Canadian pop culture. Canadian uh, history. Canadian... Specifically, Knowledge, it's not just uh, not just pop culture. It's a bit of pop culture, a bit of history. It's the Heritage Minutes. We're back on part two of the Heritage Minutes. Jordan has not seen these yet. I haven't seen these. He has not seen these yet. So he's going to be interested or introduced. That's a word that I was going to use. Introduced to uh, some more bits of uh, Heritage Minutes. Uh, it's from a again the uh, the YouTube playlist is going to be in the show notes. I based it, and you can see that I based it off of one by uh, a list by a Justin McElroy. Not that Justin McElroy. Not a good oldest brother, Juice. But no, it's a Justin McElroy. A totally different Justin McElroy. Independent McElroy. That put together a Top. playlist of these one minute long history A lessons. ranked list of all heritage minutes. Up to that point, they released a few later on. Which we mentioned last time, but we got to get back into this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Should we just doing dive it. right in? Diving in. Episode fourteen. Number fourteen out of out so of uh, some sort of railroad thing. This is the one called Nitro. Vote fair for the white. Oh, we got some oh, Chinese wow. guys. Oh goodness. Go down the tunnel with the Nitro. Set the charge. And my wife, you pay both. Okay, okay. I, I do. I do really good. You see. I'm gonna pause this really quickly and just clarify for anybody. Hmm. Uh, listening, we are recording this in, in China. China, in actual China. Yes, we are in China. I got a Canadian and American in China watching a one-minute history lesson about the Chinese and how uh, we were immigrants dicks to them. building the railroad. Yep. This isn't going to be like racist, is it? Like, or, it's I feel gonna... like Canada's far more culturally sensitive with their. I it's but this, it's this touching, was the nineties. It's so. touching on a bit of our racist past and trying to do justice do justice to like and as much as you can do in a minute of saying a bunch of chinese people worked on the railroad and they were always given all the dangerous jobs and the white guys were dicks to them because white guys are generally dicks to people who are minorities it's just kind of you're in charge that's what you do whatever certainly were i mean uh, let's not let's not speculate on the future we like to think that we're 
going to get better at, you know, building each other up. I, I like to think so. I like to think so, too. Yeah. yeah but, it, it, but I'm just saying colonialism is a hell of a drug. Again. <laughs> and now, okay, so he's pouring some sort of... That is nitroglycerin, my dude. Oh, it's not Baiju? No. It's slightly more explosive than Baiju. But just slightly. Yeah. Oh, man. Well... It's the third one we lost this month. Cochran, get another volunteer. Oh, no. So they're sacrificing. Now, can you just pause that for a second? Because I, I love that. He's like, that's the third one we lost this month. Like, he feels bad for, like, two minutes or for, like, two seconds. And I think it's no, mostly just. I don't just, think he felt bad. I don't think there was he's a like, second. He's like, ah, darn it. Feeling bad there. It was, now, you know what? It's more like, have a, like, we lost a tool. Why did oh, have... this tool broke down. Like, that's a good, that's a good movement. Why do we have a, like, southern... American accent. There. <laughs> because I'm betting this was Alberta and Alberta or like the prairies and the and prairies have, get a little bit they have more southern a little bit cowboyish. Okay. Actually yeah. now I think nowadays in Alberta because Alberta's kind of I don't know f- for sure in Alberta if anybody is if we have listeners and any of them happen to be Albertan uh please let us know if it's like this. I've heard that there are a good number of people in Alberta who kind of like there's, there's levels of like let's fly the Confederate flag because we identify with that sort of cowboy fuck you mentality. Yeah, the, I mean, you, but you, you're not a Confederate state or a state or American. What are you doing? Yeah, that's a super common thing in like rural areas, even in yeah. the United States, like in Washington yeah. State. I heard that there's a lot of people who can, who fly the Confederate flag, and it wasn't even a state. I think I've heard this about rural BC. Which is as far away from a Confederate state as you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure as little like within North America that you literally can get. Now, and is it a? I I don't even want to speculate. It, I think it's like a symbol of rural. We don't like you who are telling us we're wrong for wanting what we want, and you guys in the city don't care about us, and this makes you mad. So fuck you. All right. Well, let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it moving here. So he's still alive. So he lived through it. And then fifty years later. He, 50 years later, he's in Vancouver. He's still probably, alive, and he's lost. He's got, he's renting, got a family. Renting an apartment downtown for about $6,000 Canadian dollars a month. Yeah. Oh, we're back to Awesome Beards. We're back to something nicer. We got Nelly McClung. Awesome Beards. No. Oh, is this going to be a... This is a... Women's suffrage. suffrage type of yeah. deal here. Love that. Nice line. women don't want to vote. And now she's like, oh, fuck that shit. If we actually allowed women to vote. I love it. She's basically doing, she's doing the best bit of satire comedy. Somebody has a uh, stupid opinion. You flip that around, really you reverse it, and you steal, slam it in their faces. Like nice men don't want to vote. If men voted, then that would. And everybody's Did like, say a year? <laughs> "You fucking idiot!" Did it say a year here? Nineteen fourteen. Oh, so that was ahead of. I think we were nineteen twenty. Yeah, I want to say the U.S. The United now, States. Now I think this was one particular province in Canada that was like, "Yeah, women should vote." Or like, women shouldn't vote, and they were like, "No, we should vote." And then they were like, "All right, fine." <laughs> And it was downhill <laughs> ever since. <laughs> For him. You know what? This, I, I, there's one thing I love about this. Just pause that for a second. There's one thing I love about this. I've seen this as a modern thing of this thing of like, uh, like women basically saying for women's rights, like, don't be nice. Like, Fuck being nice. Nice gets you nowhere. Nice gets you nowhere. And and she was saying, like, I guess if this is historically accurate, and I think the nice women don't, or the nice men don't want to vote. I read was an article. Actually, like, because it is, that it, you're right, that is super relevant today. Yeah. Like, I, it was an article, and I, uh, I can't remember the source, but about how, hmm. you know, um, civil discourse doesn't serve the, yeah. like, progressive movement. Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember more details yeah. about it. Yeah. But uh, there, there is. I think there is a version of civility that still is strong, and it is no. 
you can't, we won't let you, we're going to stand in your way nonstop. You can scream in our faces all you want, but we're not letting you through. Mm. Like, basically go Gandhi style. Just like, wall, just wall of bodies, like, civil, no. Civil disobedience? No, you can't. Yeah. And that's, that. like, civil disobedience wasn't civil in the sense of, like, being nice. It was like, we're not going to... We're not going to commit violence, but we're not letting this happen. And that's, I think the progressive movement needs to, you know, grow a backbone. And, well, I'm and a big fan that, like, of all No, you can't fucking do this. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of disobedience mm. in general, civil or otherwise. Yeah. So uh, Sometimes you got to tell people to, you know, fuck right off. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, now the Blue Nose. What is the Blue Nose? The old tiny car. So we're off the coast of Massachusetts. This is in the United States. Though. This is in the U.S. We got a bunch of ships. So basically, you're just commandeering our history. Oh, no, no, no. So you know how you have oh, like boat yacht race. races, like ship yeah. races, big yeah. ship races? Yeah. We beat your ass. I went sailing like in, repeatedly. I went sailing in PEI this past summer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I gotta go. The Saga Sailing Crew. I got yeah. a t-shirt and everything. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they're like sailing a boat and it's very intense and they gotta go real fast oh look at these look like some some well, salty actually, sea dogs yeah I was gonna say they look like salty sea dogs but they don't even have beards I feel like yeah surprising the, lack of beards in this one surprising mm. lack of beards I'm not happy about it actually that dude um, I mean, he's got a, quite a weathered face yeah that guy is actually pretty great uh, maybe for a later on one we're gonna we'll bring in uh, a, one of the great uh, Canadian TV shows from my youth, Red Green, the Red Green Show. That's, yeah, that guy sh- plays one of the characters on it. You got to show and me some of the, awesome. uh, the clips of that. I, I remember yeah. that would come on public television in the states, like at nice. late at night on a Saturday <laughs> or something. It was, well, you've got to. I don't time. understand why their scheduling is that way, but I um, mean, good, Canadian television is really great at filling time in networks that time. don't have a. We, maybe we should talk about uh, Nickelodeon at some point and how early Nickelodeon was basically, let's just grab a bunch of kids programming from Canada because we've got nothing yet. Huh. I, I, yeah. I watched Nickelodeon as a kid. Whenever I'd go to my uh, cousins' houses, they would always have Nickelodeon on. Yeah. All those goofy shows. So those shows are Canadian? Like, uh, you can't do that on television. Was Canadian. Is that the Slimer That's one? That's the Slime one. Okay. And... Uh, of course, Are You Afraid of, Dar- of the Dark? Oh, yeah, for sure. Submitted for the consideration of the Midnight Society. I had a moment. I had a moment where I forgot it. For sure. Yep. It's a bunch of creepy stories. That, that was Canadian. That was Canadian. Huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, Degrassi. We're going to have to get into Degrassi. All right. What's the Avro arrow of a plane? It was a plane. And, hey, who's that guy? Why, it's a Ghostbuster. It's our man, Dan Aykroyd. Crazy Dan Aykroyd. He's Love Canadian, that guy. huh? He is Canadian, and he's a crazy person. He, yeah, he believes in ghosts and like. He believes in everything. Oh man, I should bring in. There was a show called Sci Factor that was his. It was like X Files. It was a Canadian. Sh- it was like Canadian X Files. If everything was definitely real and they were definitely finding it, but not, I don't remember. So it Ghostbusters was, was really just like a yeah. documentary for him. For him, it, yes, he, it was. It absolutely was. was yeah. Also, his, uh, he's got ice, this um, vodka called Crystal Skull Vodka, which I think uses Newfoundland water because we got some great iceberg water. Super fresh because, you know, let's just melt all the ice caps and we'll take it for water and turn it into vodka. And it's in a Crystal Skull. And he thinks it's health food. He's a weird boy. Anyway. Guys are saying that it can't be done, that they were right. Now, that's the rocket that we used to get the model up to speed. And then the onboard He literally just had the one line there. Yeah. I think it's from a documentary about the production of the Avro Arrow, which was this incredible oh, that clip was. test. Yeah, all oh, so of this, all of this is from a uh, like a not a documentary, but like like a um, uh, from history movie. So they took a longer thing, boiled and it down, cut it down. One minute, yeah, yeah. Historic. Uh, so the Avro Arrow was this incredible fighter plane by a small aeronautics company called Avro, which was. Look how proud they are. It was, it was uh, incredibly acrobatic for its time. Okay. Had some really interesting design work. Was one of the first, like, really, like, swept wing, like, delta wing planes. And they, the government basically was like, yeah, we want to buy this uh, plane from you, until they didn't. And the story is that they shut it down because Boeing went, Boeing, like, pulled a hissy fit with the American government. The American government said, 
kill that plane or we're going to something, something, trade something. That's the story as best as I remember. There okay. was a bunch of shenanigans. But it could have been a super cool plane. But, but I mean, I guess we got coins. I mean, it's a fighter jet, right? It's a it's an amazingly dope fighter jet for its time. Like okay. it was it was advanced as hell. I'm pretty sure the people who were involved in it, like a bunch of the engineers probably like got, you know, picked up by Boeing and then or Northrop Grumand, is that so, the one? The, the, well, that's a and they probably worked be. on developing other cool planes. So cool planes happened, I guess. Weapons tech company. It's just, it's the kind of thing of like, this is a very like Canadian thing. Like, hey, we make cool stuff too, America. We make cool planes. We make, sometimes we make cooler things than you do. That's, that's well, so very, The thing is, yeah. uh, you know. You're I, not so I'm big. Actually, I'm not. You're very I'm not unimpressed yeah. by the production values of these, yeah. but of the like of it being like a little teachable minute, uh, I didn't really learn any of that. I mean, yeah, I guess you—that's just stuff that you are. Yeah, this knew, one but. needs a lot more context. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Avro, I'm mean, not impressed. The Dan Aykroyd kind, of, the Dan Aykroyd levels, very good. Who do we got coming up? Yeah, Potions? I like I like Dan. Yeah. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. He's Canadian? Not really. We'll see. Oh, my God. If These are all just just poached from A American lot of them history. is like, hey, Canada was part of American history, too. <laughs> yeah. We were there just a little further north. <laughs> Canada. And we were there, too. It's basically, oh, my God. We're the, we're, the cult, we're the North American cultural equivalent of the Shake and Bake commercial. I made Shake and Bake. And I helped. <laughs> Like even a, oh my god! Like even our <laughs> even our our contribution to space is like we built it a cool arm. I mean, it's a very cool arm. But I mean, like we didn't send the rocket up. But I mean, if you want to hoist a, if you want to move a thing, hey, what are you guys? Former second right, lieutenant, United States Army, uh, and your new second baseman. Who is this guy? A black man. Hi, what? Everybody there's kind of like. So this is the Montreal Royals. Uh, okay. Jack Robinson went there first before he got picked up by the um, whoever he worked with first. That wasn't uh, like Negro League. Oh, he got oh, hit by somebody. No. Oh, Jackie belted one. But I think the big point in this one is, and his teammates are saying like, "Yeah, you're pretty good, Jackie." Yeah, get out there, Jack. Right, so he scored right. one run, and then they and racism is over. Yep. You score I one run, and racism is over. Well, the lesson of it is, the history lesson is basically figured out up there. Oh, wait, hold on, let's pause it. The history lesson of this is basically Canada was nice to black people before America was nice to black people. Because the first thing is like he, you know, the the other team is like hits him with a with a pitch, and everyone in Montreal is like, that's bullshit. And not like he's black. Yeah, let's hit him with ball, with baseballs. Well, um, I mean, I wouldn't say that America or uh, Canada has it totally figured out even to this I day. I know we want our national myth is we're good people. We're just very good. Like we were the end of the like we saw the last time. We were the end of the Underground Railroad. We were mm. nice to Jackie Robinson before when America wouldn't accept him. Uh, all these things is basically the national myth of Canada. We're nicer than you are. We're nicer. We're still and racist. And we're not always. We're still racist, but we're just nicer. What was the line? What was the line we ended off with last time? We're not, we're not really woke, but we're trying our best. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're giving it our darndest. Yeah. All right. We're gonna have to figure flag. out what it is. Flags. It's about the flag. That could have been the Canadian flag, and that weird thing looks like the Mitsubishi logo. So we got a dude in a dark room. He's talking to, I guess, us. And there's a bunch of flags appearing behind him, and yeah. it's apparently other designs for the Canadian flag, did one of which the, seriously you, looked like the Mitsubishi logo. Did you see the one of it's now the Canadian flag with the red and the white, but it's got a pot leaf in the middle instead of the maple leaf? Oh, yeah. I have not yeah. seen it, but oh, yeah, baby. Yep. It's, yep. it's uh, just a matter of time before that, that hits yep. the floor of Parliament. That's basically the definition of Canada now. We have marijuana. Although... Apparently Ontario's being a dick about it, but whatever. Ontario is. Ontario is like, you can't get it from stores. You can only buy it online, Who's which is good. Are? But like the packaging is weird. And they're, they're essentially being like, okay, we're going to sell marijuana. But nobody's allowed to know about it because bad. Well, the, the what whatever. is he called? A governor? Or what is it? The, whoever's oh, the in premier. charge of Ontario. The premier. The good premier. Old. 
Yeah, he's the brother of the crackhead, the crackhead guy. Is it Doug? The Doug crackhead Ford? mayor. Was Doug the first one? Or is it the uh, other four? You're not from Ontario. I'm not from Ontario. Yeah. I'm from Newfoundland. We have okay, we have bland prime ministers. Uh, premiers, I mean. In Newfoundland. In Newfoundland. Like, mm. just kind of like, hey, we're here, I'm the premier. Yeah, you going to make anything better? Nope, can't. Everything's shit. All right? <laughs> is it more or less shit? It's cold, and unless you're going to yeah. make it less cold, we don't care. About the best ones I remember was, the big one was Danny Williams, and he was basically like, imagine if Trump was actually good at negotiating and good at business and kind of smart but also personable and not as much of a dick. So a different person. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if Donald Trump was a different you person. You know, who, who's the guy who was like I think a lot of York? Americans are imagining Bloomberg. that. He was basically like Premier Bloomberg. Like, he, he did a lot of stuff in business. Business was kind of his big thing. Like, running a big business was his basic qualification for being in politics. Mm. But he also was like, we're going to get good things for this city. And this guy was like, we're going to get good things for the province. And most of it happened, I guess. And some bad things did. Like, All right, well, the dick to the civil service, but the, whatever. The flag on the screen where we paused it has got these three maple leaves. And, and blue stripes on the side for no good reason. I don't know what it is about that, but... It, it's just way dumber than the current flag. Like, I just don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I like the blue single... Official Canadian color. Apparently. The problem is that blue is not official Canadian color. John Diefenbaker and the Tories want this. Oh, you don't want the So Union apparently another, another party wants basically the British flag with other stuff. ...is to persuade my liberals to reject... Reject their own prime minister's choice. So, apparently... Is that, the prime is, minister's who is that guy? Stuff. He is... I can't remember... But he's like a major Not minister important. in the in the government, and now we got a bunch of stupid flag. This one, I like that one with the that one. Like it looks like the rising sun or something. Yeah, and there's one that looks like an American flag. One that looks oh, like a stamp. with the beaver on it. This I one's like got a weird bunch oh, of the Norwegian there's a, flag. There's one that's kind of like the Canadian flag with a crown on top. It's weird. I wonder. I wonder. Prime Minister and Mr. Diefenbaker, I was just talking about you. To myself. Are we all going to the same party? <laughs> Where am I? Huh. Who are my team? And then they eventually just settled on that one. That is not an interesting piece of uh, yeah, history. It's, mm. I mean, we have the kind of the same thing. They talk about Martha Washington like sewing the thirteen stars on the flag. Ross, I don't know. Did I even get that wrong? Oh man! That's you know, I think the only reason I remember that is because it sounds like like a Marvel. Like, I'm pretty sure Thunderbolt Ross. That's who I'm thinking of. General yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. Main villain of the Hulk. Is that true? Always wants to punch the Hulk around. Wishes he was also a Superman. and could, you know, nuke the Hulk. So, basically, Whatever. what I learned from that video is that Thunderbolt Ross invented both the American and Canadian, Canadian. flags and in the... an attempt to thwart the Hulk. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I learned. Think the... <laughs> anyway, whatever. Knowledge acquired. All right. Thunderbolt Ross, flag right. maker and Hulk destroyer. <laughs> Better than Shelter, 1946. Every one of these men and some of these women have put their lives at stake for this country. And some of them have come home to, well, well, they've had no homes to come home to. Bunch of items. Oh, boy, that guy's face is that face. Treat citizens that have gone through what we've gone through. Okay, that was a pretty obvious reveal because he's clearly hiding one side of his face, but it's kind of effective. Oh, we got the slow clap. Yeah, very contrived situation. Where the disfigured man. Okay, and now they're talking a bunch of government nonsense. That one definitely plays to the contrived situations that we were talking about. The um the whoever this minister is and his. Aid, female aid, so that's a nice bit of progressiveness, I guess. Um, they're just like in the middle of this dramatic slow clap moment, they're talking about mortgages and down payments. Maybe the most Canadian thing that has happened on these so far. We're gonna get more, mm. so um, more Canadian, more Canadian. I mean, we can only go up from here. I need you to get their attention within days. An order in council boosted veteran housing to 10,000 units and launched the country's post war boom. The sheer moral force of the returning vets. It's another thing we argue about in the United States all the yeah. time. All and these I, homeless veterans. I think this might have been about Canadian housing. Oh, this is a good one, though. The Halifax explosion. Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yep. So, that 
that ship that's on fire that everybody's gawking at is full of explosives. It is an ammo ship that is loaded from bottom to top with nothing but ammunition and explosives. So, All right, so I don't even need to watch the minute now. Anyway, that's what you just said. I just wanted to point that out, that a bunch of people are gawking. This guy is freaking out because, like, get out. Nobody's taking it seriously. And now he's like, oh, shit, the train. And everyone's like, and the, old, the old barber is just, yeah. ah. I know this man's oh, more. Booey. This man's more coding like his life depends on it. Well, actually, like a couple thousand people's lives. And his buddy is like, "You've got to run." He's like, "Fuck that! I'm a hero. I can't leave until they respond." They responded. Everybody's safe. And oh no. That was. The largest explosion in history at that point. Yeah, 9,000. 9,000 people dead. It remains one of the, I think it's still maybe number one or at least top ten of largest non-nuclear explosions in history. The ship was just loaded from top to bottom. And when that blew up, everything blew up. And I think the um, World Trade Center was only like 3,000. Not, I shouldn't say yeah. only. Like it's it's not a competition. Yeah. It's all, exactly. It, it, tragedy is a tragedy. Tragedy is tragedy. But um, yeah. I, and I've heard of uh, World Trade Center, but I'd never heard of uh, yeah. the Halifax gunship explosion. Yeah, it was a it was a big one. Like it, oof, like that guy would have been. It showed as the guy gets up in slow motion in the bright light, but it would have been just red mist. Those hardy Maritimers. Yep, they're hardy folk. Not gonna, not gonna turn around for explosion. Oh, Jenny Trap! This is another good one. I love this one. Oh, we got University of Toronto. It's 1871. A bunch of guys are being dicks. This orbit, which I regret I cannot name, because <laughs> the presence of these members of the weaker sex. I know that. Son of a bitch. Now, possibly endure. I would call this a very contrived conversation. Oh well, However, absolutely. However, I could also see it like men actually talking to women this way back then. So it's yeah, it never works out like this, obviously. But it's probably more of a like a bunch of a bunch of nasty stares, a bunch of like a an occasional comment that you could just pass off, but you know it was aimed at you. Right. It's like what do they call it? Microaggressions. It would microaggressions. be like like just a thousand needles in the. I think that's the thing about microaggressions. Is like each one is not one thing. But it's like being poked. You get poked by one person, it's nothing. You get poked a million times every damn day, it turns into a, oh, fuck you. And yeah. fuck everyone and fuck all this. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's see what Jenny does. Jenny's not having any of this. Mrs. Trout. Whoa. There's no place for women in a medical school. Get them out! you do not bring this classroom under control, I'm going to repeat every word of this disgusting lecture to your charming wife. Oh, burn! I'm gonna tell your wife. My friend. I know what a penis is. Fucker. What? That's basically it. She. Okay. I know. So they have this drawing up there that is not even an anatomy drawing. Like nothing is open. You're not looking at any organs. He's just put it up there so he can cover over the 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 dick with a fig leaf. Like, she can't handle, you know, seeing a dick, uh, even though she's married. Mah, 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 mah. And then she's like, I'm going to tear this shit off. You go fuck yourself. And you all go fuck mm. yourself. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out. Take that, mutton chops. Yeah. First woman licensed to practice Not a lot of good beards, but some pretty good mutton chops. Some pretty good mutton chops. We need better beards. Oh, we need some Richard Pierpoint was enslaved in Senegal and taken to America. So, we had, it's in Senegal, we moved to America, now he's run off to Upper Canada. Senegalese in 1812. And this guy is old, like, like, um, uh, you know the, the old, oh gosh, Sam, Sam Jackson in Django Unchained. Like, that old. That's what we're talking about. Like, like, kind of creaky old dude, but you know he's like, he's like wiry. He's Richard, like, he's got, some, he's got some punch in him. Did he say the name Richard Pierpoint? Richard Pierpoint. And he's like, I fought, I fought with... And farm it. Leave the Americans to us. Ooh. With respect, sir. 
I was born a free man, and I intend to die one. Oh! You love this. fight for land and money. I fight for my freedom. Yeah, Richard. You so do Richard it. Richard Pierpoint was one of thousands of black loyalists who won their freedom in the American Revolution. Yeah. 30 years later, at the age of 68, he petitioned for an all-black unit that would defend Upper Canada during the War of 1812. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just it's just like Hamilton, right at the first black battalion. So he was just a uh, he was a former slave. There was there was a lot. Of, apparently, there was a good number of people who were who were slaves. But when the British rolled th- rolled through, they saw that the British were like some of the British would be like, "Yo, if you're if you're black and you want to fight for us, we're fine with it. You know, we're like we're super cool. Like we'll take all the guns we can get." You know, we'll take all the we'll take all the dudes we can get, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of like, a lot of black people looked at it and go like, when like well, America doesn't want me, and these guys seem to be fine with me. Man, fuck this! If Whitey wants me to shoot Whitey, I'll shoot Whitey. Why do you give him a shaft voice? I, it's, it's, it's a very well spoken yeah. uh, Canadian. If you want me to shoot, if you want me to shoot my former, if you want me to shoot my former masters, I will be fine with that. Anyway, it's Montreal, 1934. Oh. She says the toast is burning, but the toast is not burning. She's collapsing. What is happening? Seizure? It's a seizure. I think it might. It's a seizure. In 1934, some Canadian had a seizure. And smelled burnt toast. But the deal is, she smelled burnt toast. And she keeps smelling burnt toast before every seizure. So this guy, Wilder Penfield's like, maybe I can figure something out with this. Check this out. So he's going to basically tap on her brain, see what happens. Oh man, he's got a brain wide open there. Now she's oh, seeing lights. my. Did you pour cold water on my hand, Dr. Penfield? Of course he didn't. That is... What is it? What's this called? Burnt toast. Dr. Penfield, I can smell burnt toast. Why is she... Oh man, so he just... And then he knows where the seizures are. Dr. Penfield invented seizures. Invented seizure fixing, I think. Yeah. He basically invented a way to probe around the brain in 1934, which is, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, that's... Was 1934, was it? Uh, I think it said 1934. 1934? I mean, like, that's that's the 30s. Yeah, yeah. Like, in between the World Wars. Like, he was figuring out, let's just, like, electrically tap on people's brains. And then we can see... Like, we can basically try to figure out the parts of their brain... That are causing the seizures, and now we know how to cut them out. I keep saying seizures like way oh, to man. go there, Doctor Penfield. Yeah, it's Nerd. a bit of a like. It, it, I think the re- I remember the reason why um, Justin ranked this so high because it's a very Heritage Minute thing. I smell burnt toast. Ah, dramatic fall. Yeah, that that like I smell burnt toast is pretty like you say that to any Canadian. I smell I smell burnt toost, and they're like. They'll probably know what you're talking I've, about. The thing is, I've heard that before, too. I never really realized it was a, a thing that led to somebody solving... Uh, but people Epilepsy. still have seizures. Right, but I think this is the kind of one where it's like, some people have seizures because of a very specific part of their brain, and you can tell because they have like sudden sensory uh, symptoms. And it's like, when that, when that section of the, like, the sensory cortex starts lighting up, that's when a seizure is about to go. Like that's basically that part. That part of the brain has hit a bug, and now it's going to crash the whole system. So he's basically cutting out the bad files. Yeah. I was r- to I use was, a CS metaphor. I, I was riding the city bus mm-hmm. in Richmond, Virginia, like maybe probably twenty years ago, yeah. and uh, somebody on the bus had a seizure. Oh jeez. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, don't really. Everyone like you know rushed him. People put a wallet in his mouth, but. Uh, I'm gonna have to bring, I'm gonna have to bring for a later for a later uh, episode um, Canadian uh, uh, PSA commercials that I remember from being a kid that were always on. And one of them is this great one about seizures, where it is a bunch of kids who are maybe the worst actors, but they do go over the "don't put stuff in your mouth," but they do it in the most dramatic way. Like he's having a seizure. Let me put a, a spoon in his mouth. No slap. Uh, I mean, if, very good. If we were uh, evangelicals, we would just believe that it was uh, God talking, or maybe the devil, or, or both, or the devil talking, or the devil. Who knows? One or the other. It depends on how you're feeling that day, I guess. Oh, and then now we're at basketball. It's Massachusetts. It's 1891. 
Because this was invented in America, but by a Canadian. By a Canadian. Mm. And it's a bunch yeah. of white guys Look running around. Timey basketball. This... That guy's got a great mustache. We got some great facial hair. This reminds me of the awesome Saturday Night Live skit. Um, I'll tell you in one second. I got <laughs> some kind of Canadian joke, sir. Starring Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash, senior, 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 senior. <laughs> Well, then let's cut the bottom out of the basket. They hired the actors for this from a uh, artisanal uh, beer brewery. Yeah, yeah. These are total hipsters nowadays. Like I, I don't have just the mustache, but I basically have this look now. I, so there was an SNL skit yeah. when Michael Jordan hosted. Um, Saturday Night Live, I mean, I can't remember when this would have been in the 90s, but it's like of him as the first, the first black basketball player. The first player. black basketball player, and, and you know, <laughs> you've got like everyone else in the, the court is white, and they're just like passing the ball and doing the granny yeah. uh, free yeah. throws, and Michael Jordan is like dunking on people. <laughs> and it's really, it is quite what funny. What fundamentals? Uh, races. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that just. Uh, that peach basket one is a classic one too, because it's like it's just so sad. And again, we've got another bit of Americanness that is actually Canadian. It's thirty-one. It's Cleveland, Ohio. What is talking about a character? I don't know who that is. Her name is Lois. That's weird. I don't know who this character is, so I don't know what's going on at all. X Men? Definitely Cyclops. Wolverine? Venom. No, that's not a hero. It's about Thunderbolt McNeilson, the inventor of flags and the fucking destroyer of Hulk or whatever it was. He created Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt Magnuson? Yeah. Hey, it's Aquaman! No, it's just... It's Superman. The guy who created... The guy who created Superman was Canadian. And actually... Right, but I, it, it, In a weird way, it kind of fits. Like, Canada was basically founded by immigrants. Superman is the original immigrant. Like, he's about as immigrant-y so as you what get. What you're saying is, to a Canadian's imagination, Americans are Superman. Okay, gotcha. Uh, no, but gotcha. fine. Oh, oh, but we got another good one. We got another good one. We got another good one. It's Agnes of Fail. We're in a penitentiary. That's a cockroach. That's gross. That's a cockroach in the kitchen. And that guy wants to get her out, and she's like, fuck you. I'm a member of parliament. I get to do what I want. That guy's Agnes Mc McPhail. Huh? She's looking at a bunch of people, and they're looking really... Uh, Agnes McPhail, the inventor of the oh. death penalty and torture. Uh, actually, well... She's kind of... Is this the opposite of so what I said? It's the opposite of what you said. She goes into the prison. She's like, I need to find out how you run your prisons. And the guy's like, you need to leave because you're a lady. And she's like, oh, fuck you. I, I can... I'll the see what I want. The only way I can stop torture is to by becoming a torturer myself. Yeah, no, that's definitely what she did. Anyway, the, the last thing she sees is like just a bunch of prisoners just chained up and being like whipped. There's a big old leather paddle, but then there's like chains and... That might be a cattle prod next to it. I can't tell. Just nasty, nasty stuff. Anyway, now she's like... It's a like, bondage sex club. Yeah, now she's like, this, this is bullshit. Like, you want to have a prison right on your hands? Like, fine by me. But if you don't, you got to fix this shit. This is bullshit. I'm pretty sure that guy's a famous Canadian actor, but I can't remember who. Oh! She brought her bondage sex club she did. to the parliament. And the other guy's like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I said, it like, she doesn't know what's normal. And she's like, I fucking know what's normal and I'm tired of it. I have, anyway, she she fixed, she fixed prisons and crime, I guess. She, no more crime in all of Canada. Anyway, it's London. London, early 19th century? No, well, you can be sure. Or early 20th. Oh. Now he's, um, he's one of the actors from Trainspotting. Oh, is he? Oh, shit. Yeah. Scottish, I believe. Really? I could be wrong. Yes, sir. So we'll get the beard quotient. No, I might be totally wrong. Anyway, it's a bear named Winnie. Uh, that doesn't sound like anything. 
in my hometown. Yeah, I'm totally wrong. I oh, don't hey. know why I thought that. I might be having. I might be about to have a seizure of my own here. Look at that bowl cut. Tell you what I'll do. I'll write some stories about Winnie. That is a radical bowl cut there. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I rocked one of those when I was that age. Why poo, son? I don't know. Just Winnie the Pooh. Huh. Never heard of this character. Must be new. Yeah, who is this Winnie the Pooh? Anyway, yeah, there's a kid, Christopher Robin. Are we allowed to watch this here? I don't know. I think this might be banned in China. This is a, oh, right. this is yeah. one of the historic mm. Can Canadian minutes that was that is no longer allowed, uh, allowed in, to, uh, to be yeah. watched. Here. And given that we are in China, uh, we better okay. Let's look it up on. for yourselves. Anyway, uh, otherwise we, we will be doing the next episode from a prison camp. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, we basically started it because his name is a bear named after Winnipeg. I got oh, but we got Sam Steele, badass. It's the last encounter board. It's 1898. Where would you be going? Oh, we got a great mustache. Got another great mustache. Good mountain mustache. This dude's going to Klondike. Says he's going to get gold. Nah, he's going to do some gambling. Shooting guys. I'm going to the Klondike. The Klondike is Canada. Pack those pistols in your saddlebags or get back to U.S. territory. I'm an American. You can't do this to me. So I thought you would like this one. That guy's like, I'm an American. I'm going to pull a gun on you. Uh, that is, and that's how we see America. I tell you what, the Mountie does not seem phased. And uh, he having, is not. Having the pistols drawn on him. Um, what are oh, the, man, this is this is some full-on, this is like due south, did, but early. Did you ever have, did you have Klondike bars? And yeah, we got Klondike. We got, yeah. What would you do for a Klondike? Who would you what kill for a Klondike? For? Can you sing the jingle? Or is it what? I don't remember the jingle. You'll be back in the United States by sundown. So he's got his. You sir, draw a pistol on me. I will have you nicely and politely left the building. Please politely leave, sir. Yeah, but like politely leave the building, sir. I'm not going to say I mean, this again. Like yeah, polite, but with like fucking steel under it. Sam Steel, made of steel. Badass. Yeah, but he has guns pointed in his face. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit because he's basically bulletproof or something. Yeah. I don't know. I could have shot that guy right there. Who was he anyway? Superintendent Sam Steele, the Northwest Mounted Police. Why didn't I shoot him? In the days of the gold rush, why didn't I shoot him? Sam Steele became a legend of the Klondike. Yeah. Legend Sam Steele, legend of the Klondike. That's yeah. a that's a cool moniker to have. Now that see now now I don't know why Canada's not making a bunch of cool movies about Sam Steele and how dope he was. But we basically made a TV show that's that but semi modern day. It's one called Do South. That's another one for a later episode. Okay. It's an amazing show and I love it. What's it called? Do South. I've not heard of it. It no. is uh, a Mountie gets stationed in Chicago, I think, or maybe Detroit. Like a big American city that's just full of crime. He's working with the Canadian consulate and he's also shadowing an American cop. And this is a guy who is like just the most polite, but like incredibly skilled because he's been working in the like uh, up in the like mm, Canadian, the, the Canadian North. Yeah. And they, they solve crimes, but he never uses a gun, never is violent. Or the Canadian just Walker, is, Texas Ranger. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just amazing. And he's. Yeah. Oh, and we've got our wait. We've got our finale. This is our last one. This is the number one heritage minute. Number one. Number Jacques one. Cartier. It's Jacques Cartier. He's coming over a hill. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of Spanish people. We got a bunch of explorer dudes. They're coming over a hill. What's going on now? It's a bunch of natives. Bunch of flags. And what? A bunch of flags in English. It's another uh, native person. It's a lot of native people. And a really old one. Looks like a chief. This is like the end of Apocalypto. Yeah, yeah basically. Gosh, get out of the Come to the village. Let me talk to you in a language you don't understand. What's he saying, Father? Commander Cartier is saying this nation's name is Canada. Now, is that guy is that guy maybe the most full of shit? That guy's like, what is he saying? Well, he's saying, Sir, Mr. Mr. Cartier, he is saying, if I'm not wrong. Um, that guy is just, he is just stalling for time the entire time. And then he's like, let me make up some bullshit. Yeah. This uh, place is called Canada. I this totally whole nation. understand him. 
this is the country and I own it and I'm the president king of Canada. It's like, yeah, the village. It's just a bunch of houses, right? You want to come to our like town? Some, seem like some nice guys, though. Those do not seem like nice guys. Oh, you mean you mean the the uh, Spanish explorers? You know yeah, the guys no, who uh, no. kind of fucked over everybody in the in the yeah, new world. Yeah, I don't think the people. Yeah. I mean, of all the explorers, yeah. no, none of them you can really look back on and fondly on. Yeah. But yeah. I I feel like uh, apparently Americo Vespucci was okay. There were some people who said like we need to stop Columbus Day and replace it with a new day. And it was a guy, uh, the guy at the oatmeal. He basically had this one of like the Quaker Columbus. No, Quaker, no, 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 no. The, the, the um, no, no. You know the um, you know that exploding kittens game. Uh, I I've played exploding kittens. The guy yes. who the guy who makes that, okay. the guy who made all the art for that. He has a, a site called The Oatmeal, and he uh, had this whole thing about like, yo, here's why Columbus Day is bullshit, and here's how we replace it. And it was okay. this guy Mirko Vespucci who came over and just wanted to be cool and find out about this new world and meet a bunch of cool new native people and hang out with them. And, Yo, know, what's your what's your life like? Let me write it down. Let me pass find the out peace pipe stuff. around. Yo, yo, yeah. Let me play, true Canadian let me get way. A, let me get some of your weed tobacco. Your weed tobacco. Your weed tobacco. I think it really means those houses down there. No, no, believe me, I know the word. It means nation, and Canada is its name. And there's a guy in the background who's like, Yo, I think you're wrong about that. He looks like he's motioning the village, and the priest guy's like, No, I'm fucking right. Well, Shut up. A uh, a real Catholic priest would have had that. That guy burned alive. Yeah. Burn the sick. Burn the witches from that man. And that's the history of Canada. Uh, the village. Wait, oh Is this going to go into so something Canada else? Canada just yeah. means the village, huh? Canada means the village. The name of Canada was a mistake by a bunch of dumb white guys. So what I yep. learned. Thunderbolt Magnuson fought the Thor with flags. Thor or the Hulk? <laughs> no, it was the Thor. Definitely. Keep going. Keep going. I like Thor with going. flags. Uh, he went to a village, or somebody went to a village at some point. They probably had a plane or didn't have a plane, and a woman was allowed to teach people to fly it. Um, they blew up a giant gunship. And, um, but somebody Morse coded, so Wolverine was fine. No, Superman was fine, but yeah. Batman had a bad time. Yeah, well, Superman is... I mean, he's bulletproof. Who Superman cares? is the American that all Canadians wish they were. And, um... Sure. All right, all right. Veterans all right. got some benefits, and uh, Sam Steele was kind of a baller. Like... You know what? We end it with that? That last part? I think you've learned something. Yeah, I think I think so. I'm ready for my citizenship. Course. All right, cool, um, cool. So, uh, yeah, so you're ready to... You're ready to cross the border. Oh, it's a title drop. What are we doing? Yeah, I think we should actually have a little bit of a, a talk about what we should, uh, what should we should watch next. So, what are you gonna, what are you oh, gonna show me about this mythical cold? So I've got Iceland a lot of, land of. I have a lot of ideas. Um, Iceland. Is there is one that I want to bring. And do you have Spotify? Because I have a Spotify playlist. I do have Spotify. Nineties Canadian songs. I will. I will. I will uh, set you up with it. Is this you like listen? that? Um, that it that is song a mixed from bag. the. What was the the TV show that sitcom that like super bland sitcom that everybody loved? But there was a Friends? weather there was a weather girl weather woman who was Canadian and she was like in a she was like a teenage pop star. What is this show called? It had um, oh Hauser. oh I know what you're talking about. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, not like the theme song to that, but no, there was an there's, episode. There's where someone the last girl... set, which is what she's referencing. Her whole her whole character in that in yeah. the show, uh, Robin, that's her name, Robin or Robin Sparkles, yeah, is basically would... the entire career of Alanis Morissette. Oh, really? She started out as this happy, hit, like happy pop girl, and then got into grunge and got in hard. Mm. So if you look at the if you basically look at the three songs in throughout the series of the show. Uh, throughout the the whole series that Robin Sparkles made, oh, really? it's basically a last oh, so, set. So she made multiple songs. I just remember seeing she made that "Let's Go to the Mall," and then there was "Sand the Sand Castles in the Sand," which is basically when Alanis Morissette was trying to go like serious singer songwriter. And then there was the "P.S. I Love You," aka Paul Schaefer, "I Love You," which was a her basically like that song in the show is basically "Jagged Little." Uh, was it "Jagged Little Pill"? That was her song. Okay. Which is also, Jagged Little Pill is about Dave Coulier. They reference in this show by having 
P.S. I Love You, this like nasty, grungy song about how obsessed you are with this dude being about Paul Schaefer, of all people. Because even Jagged Little Pill makes no fucking sense being about Dave Coulier. You know, cut it out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Also, Dave Coulier. I've gone down on you in a theater, Dave Coulier. Huh. Don't cut it out. Keep it going. All right, keep well, it going. Keep it going. That is maybe the worst thing I've said. I can't. Uh, I can't wait to learn more about. Yeah, Canadian it's gonna music. be. It's gonna be full of like good pop songs, bad pop songs. Still, Celine Dion is in there. We've got some absolute. We got some songs that are absolute bangers. There's one club hit that just makes me happy, and one that I is find that hard to believe, and a bunch that are just they just make me First angry all, to listen to them. It's a mixed bag, but it's amazing, and it's 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 like yes, I remember all of this. I remember this radio. It's my radio rememberies. That's a word, rememberies. All right. Well, we will. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see about that when we uh, yeah. sit down. And- now that's gonna be that's gonna be one that's gonna be a little tricky to to do here because like yeah, we, we got like five seconds. Play clips. We can play then, clips. Uh, we can play, play clips. clips. We'll put in clips later. Play clips and then discuss. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, man. Well, so, our episode Canadian three, history learned. Yeah, Canadian history learned. Now, Canadian music. It's 90s. basically American history that um, you guys were around nearby for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. There's a lot of it. Like that. That's 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 a big part of Canada. Canada, the main part of the real Canadian culture. What really brings us together as a country is we're not American. <laughs> And anyway. All right. So, yeah, that has been our episode. Uh, we're the Canadian Border Patrol. We got to talk about uh, – do you have anything to plug? Because that's how podcasts end. Oh, yeah. That's, how, that's not how our podcast ends. We don't – we don't, we don't what's, your, what's your lesson plan for next week? Uh, <laughs> you want to plug your, Wednesday, to your Wednesday's uh, lesson? No. Um, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember my Twitter name. Uh, you're on Twitter. I've heard of Twitter. You've at, heard of Twitter. At Ray JT. At Ray JT. And at some point, we'll get a Twitter for the show, I guess. And we don't have it now. Maybe it'll be in the show notes. Who knows? You check it. Do your own work. Maybe we're above that. Maybe we're, we're above that. We're above that. We're on LinkedIn. At- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check my... Uh, we're going back to MySpace. Yeah, my MySpace account is pretty <laughs> dope. We're when on Grinder at... <laughs> when you hit... <laughs> when you hit... Orchid. When, when you hit my MySpace... My, when you go to my MySpace page, you get the sickest Trivium songs. We're on Google Plus. Said we're not on Google Plus. Nobody's on Google Plus. It's not even a joke. Google Plus is done now, too. By Google the way. Plus is done now. Yeah, oh, is it officially done? Yeah, they're oh, shutting it down. All right. Well, good try, Google. Good try. You're not Facebook. You know what? Maybe that's for the best. So check us out on Friendster, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with uh, some Canadian music next time. Yep. Uh, we have been the Canadian Border Patrol. Cheers, eh? And we're not really woke, but... Doing our best. Trying our best. Bye, everybody.